0: And welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. At Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. I'm Eric Guy, Chief Victory Officer at Center for Victory here. Uh, tables are turning today. I am actually going to uh, interview Mr. Zachary Del Turco, uh, Executive Consultant here at Center for Victory. And we want to kind of pick your brain, uh, being that you're a millennial, we're talking about discretionary effort. But I want to talk personal and professional a little bit today. But for those of uh, those that are listening that might be like in college, maybe going into high school or even in the workforce now and haven't had too many years in um, this is going to be good for them, right? Uh, and then it's going to be good for those people who might be struggling with uh, millennials bringing them into the work workforce and things like that. But when we talk about discretionary effort, what we're really talking about is the difference between have to and want to. Right? Those things that, that, here's what I have to do, here's what I want to do. And there's a, there's a quote that says, when people go to work, they shouldn't have to leave their hearts at home. And I'm a big believer in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but to get kind of to our first question and main idea, there's a lot of talk, and has been a lot of talk out there, that there's this myth uh, that folks your age, right, millennials, I'm, I'm not big into to labels or anything, but millennial generation. Are not hardworking, right? I believe that's a myth. Uh, I'd like to get your thoughts on it. What's your opinion?
1: Yeah, I think anybody who isn't the right right person for the right role, managed correctly, part of an awesome team with a great culture, Mm -hmm. is going to have tendencies not to be a hard worker. And I think what happened is, as millennials, we've been labeled this, and a lot of people just believe it, just because hey, that, that statement must be true because everybody else is saying it. Mm-hmm. But what I really found is if that statement is true, it comes down to three different pressures in our life. Okay. And I think this is pressures for everybody. The first pressure is parent pressure. All right. The second pressure is peer pressure. And the third pressure is process pressure. Right. And I want to expound on all three of those. Yeah. I want to focus on the first one, process pressure. Pressure. Okay. Think about what happens when you're in high school going into college. The first thing people say is, "Where are you going to college?" Right. When you're about to graduate, graduate high school. Where are you going to college? What are you studying? What are you gonna do? Are you sure about that? So the society that we live in has created this process pressure of if you don't go to high, if you don't go to college, therefore you're not going to be successful in life. And I think the tables are finally turning where it's not about the resume, as more it is about the skill and experience. Mm -hmm. So I think process pressure, society has pressured a lot of us to follow the process that has been in place for the last 15 to 20 years. And what you see, a lot of people are graduating college and guess guess where they're working? At a restaurant Mm -hmm. or they're working at Starbucks because they were so pressured by the process. The second one is parent pressure. Okay. I know for me when I was graduating high school going into college my mom and dad wanted me to be a physical therapist and I thought that was a great idea. My uncle was a chiropractor I loved what he did and I went to college I went for exercise science mm-hmm. and, and I was planning on going into physical therapy. After four years of going to school school was not my thing. I like to get my hands dirty. I like to learn from experience. My parents wanted me to go to physical therapy. And I love my parents, but they said, hey, we spent all this money, four years of college. You're going to at least apply for physical therapy. And I said, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I do not want to go to school any longer. Mm -hmm. So you have parent pressure in which now parents are saying, hey, I'm an accountant. You should be an accountant. I'm a bus driver. You, you should be a bus driver. I am a physical therapist, therefore you should be a physical therapist. So our parents are pressuring our, our, their, their teenagers and students to do what they've done because they see that it's comfortable and they see the, the path that they can take. Okay. The last one is peer pressure. We look around, especially in high school or even college or even young professionals, we look around and see, oh man, this person knows exactly what they want to do. They're 17 years old, they graduated high school, they said, hey, I know what I want to be, I want to be a teacher, that's what I'm going to do the rest of my life. Then you have people like me, at the age of 17, all I wanted to do was to swing a baseball bat. I had no idea what I wanted to do, but I had the pressure of everybody else knowing what they wanted to do. Uh-huh. And here's what happens, when you put all those pressures together, when you do graduate college, and you do have $40,000 of debt with the average... Uh, student loan is $31,172. What, what does that tell you? Hmm. You're in a lot of debt, yeah. and you have to take the first job that comes to you. And that's exactly what I did right out of college. I had yeah. an awesome job in medical sales. I loved it, but there was no career growth for me. But I felt so stuck, and I think a lot of people, what happens is they feel stuck. They get to their first job, and they're like, man, there's no way anybody else would hire me. Or, you know, my parents said this is a good job, so I have to stay there. So I think it comes down to understanding who you are as an individual, especially the younger you are. Spend time reflecting. Spend time doing some self-awareness. Get around people who are smarter than you that are going in the trajectory that you want to go. But also, for me, it's being financially free. I know when I was financially free, I didn't have the weight of saying, "Oh my gosh, I got to take the next job." Mm-hmm. So that's what I think it's a that. That's why I think that's a myth. But I also think there's a lot of pressure that we put on this younger generation to say you you got to figure out what you want to do mm-hmm. at age 18. I'm 20 yeah. some years old, late 20s. I still don't know what I want to do. I have an idea, but I still have probably 20 more years to figure out what my sweet spot is.
0: Right. Um, and that's a very good point. I mean, I, I've never believed it's a, a, a fact. I mean, I've always believed that it's a myth. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I think there's another quote out there. It says, engaged employees are in the game for the sake of the game. They believe in the cause of the organization. There, there's a time. So I've, I've, I've looked at this whole millennial thing as uh, almost an awakening, right? The job market's so wide open. And you can be a little bit more selective in what you do. Mm-hmm. I think that puts the onus on somebody my age. I'm not too, too much older than you, but I'm a generation above, yeah. uh, and there's a generation above me, and there's still some uh, in above that. But um, I think how important is it now, especially now, I think this is coming alive a whole lot now, how important it is for you to believe in the cause of the company? Yeah.
1: This next generation, does. Is- wants to work more for them, just a paycheck. Mm-hmm. They want to see tangible needs. They want to get their hands and feet dirty to say, hey, we're making a difference in society. And I think for, for this question, what I really wrestled with is who versus what. Okay. I would rather let me let me rephrase that. Who versus what. So I'm not I don't care as much of what I'm doing than who I'm doing it for. So who versus what? I don't care what I'm doing, but it's who I'm doing it for. Mm -hmm. And what I think about that is when I'm working for you, I don't care what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm working for you. It's who. Because what happens is a lot of jobs will put lids on the younger generation saying, you don't have experience, you don't have the skills. So they put a lid on you. So what I want to do is how can I let that lid go? How can I... Get around somebody who dreams bigger, who isn't intimidated by the next generation coming up. And that's why I love Center for Victory so mm-hmm. much is because I could care less that I'm a an executive consultant. I enjoy it, but who I'm doing it for, yeah.
0: the cause of the company. As long as we don't put you in charge of finance. Yeah, you don't want
1: to put me over. Me or <laughs> you. We're gonna find finance. But my point yeah, that's here, a very good point. my
0: point is who... Yeah.
1: Who is your leader? Yeah. Is your leader calling out the greatness in you? Is yeah. a leader helping develop those skills and abilities? I could care less if I'm doing another job and I'm getting paid a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. But my who, my leader isn't strong. My leader doesn't believe in me. My leader doesn't call the greatness. And I in think
0: me. that's a great point, even for people who are looking for a job right now or looking for a role to be on the uh, awareness of this, because this is all about personal and professional development. Yeah. You know, we're talking a lot right now about professional, but the personal side of things is you, that's some good tips right there. Yeah. Like, it's not so much what, it's who. So, very good. So, um, last question here, and really uh, dovetails from what I said. What advice would you have uh, for somebody or a company struggling to include the, the younger generation into the workforce? Yeah.
1: I would say if, your company or you as a leader isn't going to embrace the next generation or the millennials coming, you're missing out. And your business will probably be extinct, gone in the next five years, next five to 10 years, because statistics show in 2020, 50% of millennials will make up the workforce. And I forget the the thing you say is like 300,000, uh, people are retiring right now? What was that stat? you should a, Every
0: month, uh, we have about uh, three, 300,000 uh, boomers that are ready for retirement mm-hmm. each month. So that's that's pretty much the size of a, a pretty decent-sized yeah. city that have the ability to leave and retire.
1: Yeah, and my, my last thing with that point is when you do have millennials working for you, give them more than what they can handle and see where their breaking point is.
0: Okay, let that be the last point. So, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just interrupting here, but let that be the last point. You know, we always leave people with a little tidbit here. Yeah, work us home with that.
1: Yeah, give this next generation more responsibility than what they can handle. Okay, because here's what happens if you do the opposite and you don't give those millennials more work than they can handle, they will leave your company. Okay. They will, because we do not want to sit around with our twiddling our thumbs. We want to have responsibility. You could say we're too young or we're not skilled enough, but believe in us. Say, you know what? This is a lot, but I believe in you. And you'd be surprised at the discretionary effort that you would get with when you give more responsibility than what they can really handle.
0: Perfect, perfect, perfect. I think that's a great sum of the of what we've talked about right now. I'm going to have you back and we're going to t- get a little bit deeper here with the discretionary effort, especially with millennials, but I think it will be applicable to all generations. Um, but, uh, you know, as, as we wrap up today, we really like to thank you for watching. Uh, we want to make sure uh, that you leave a like for this video or leave a comment down in the comment sections below. We look at those uh, for further podcast uh, topics as well. We'd also appreciate if you'd hit the subscribe button or the bell icon to get notified when we post. If you'd like more information, hit our website, centerforvictory.com. And remember, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make this your your best day yet.